Morning, everyone. Uh, yeah, as Hugh said, I am Carl. Um, been coming to Redeemer for about a year now. Uh, moved here from London with my wife, Lisa, um, and my two young children. Uh, we've got a third on the way. Um, so if I have to stop halfway through, that's why. Um, the, uh, that, m that might seriously happen. It's due in about two weeks. Um, for most of my uh, adult life and kind of late teenage years, um, I have been asking God um, for my purpose in life. Like, you know, what is my, my mission, my calling? Uh, and this started off kind of excitedly, you know, like uh, particularly at university, like, come on, God, what's my mission? What's my purpose? Let's go. Come on. And then as I kind of moved into normal life, um, got a job and all of that, um, it kind of it increasingly became desperate and almost begging, like, come on, God, what am I supposed to be doing? Um, and if you'd asked me at the time, I, I would have said God just wasn't answering that question. Um, but actually, um, what was happening, um, as I said, I've got two young children, and I'm sure the parents here can relate. Ch uh, young children have a habit of asking a question, and then regardless of how well you answer it, immediately asking the same question again and again. So, uh, you know, like, Daddy, can I have a snack, please? Yes, just let me finish the washing up, and then you can have a snack. Daddy, can I have a snack, please? Yes, just let me finish the washing up, then you can have a snack. Daddy, can I have a... How many times do I have to tell you you can have a snack when, you f when I finish the washing up? And uh, this is basically what was happening between God and me. Be like, God, what's my purpose? Read your Bible. God, what's my purpose? Read your Bible. God, what's... how many times do I have to tell you, Carl? Read your Bible. Um, can I use the other mic as a paperweight? <laughs> Cheers. Um, and um, yeah, so basically, the verse that kind of finally God got through to me on was Romans 12, verse 1. Um, and it's, it's good to ask God for, for specific answers um, and specific guidance, but there is just so much he's already given us in the Bible um, for us to be getting on with and for us to be guided by. As I said, Romans 12, 1 was kind of the, the breakthrough for me. Um, I'll read it to you now. It says, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, in view of God's mercy, to prevent your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual act of worship. Um, I don't know what jumps out to you from that verse, but the, the bit that really struck me was uh, the bit about sacrifice, offering our bodies as a living sacrifice. Um, and that's a bit of a funny word for us um, in the UK. Obviously, that's not something that's, that's part of our daily lives. But to the Jewish audience that Paul was writing to, um, it would have been, been a very familiar word, would have meant a very specific thing, particularly um, they would have thought back to the guidance um, in what we now call Leviticus, um, kind of the first sort of eight chapters of Leviticus outline really specific guidelines on animal sacrifice and other offerings to be given to God. Um, you'll be pleased to know I'm not going to read all eight chapters to you this morning. Um, I'll just read a selection. Um, <laughs> that's my backup, Mika. That can go. That's fine. <laughs> um, so just a couple of verses. If the offering is a burnt offering from the herd, you are to offer a male without defect. You must present it at the entrance to the tent of meeting so that it will be acceptable to the Lord. And a little bit further on. If the offering is a burnt offering from the flock, from either, either the sheep or the goats, you are to offer a male without defect. Um, and it goes on, there's loads of animals and other things that are to be given, pigeons, flour, oil, all sorts of things, and some very specific and lengthy guidelines on, on what to give. Um, and kind of through these verses, God finally got through to me in this answer, like, what is my, my purpose in life? What is my mission? Um, he obviously knew I was going to be talking about it at church in the future because he gave it to me in three parts. Um, 
Number one, give what you have or serve however you can. Whatever you are doing or giving, God wants you to thrive in it um, and give your very best. And number three, it's a response, not a requirement. So number one, give what you have. In the verses in Leviticus, um, it says every so often, if the offering is from your herd or if the offering is from a flock or if the offering is a bird. And after that, there's several verses that are exactly the same instructions, regardless of what you're giving. Um, What it doesn't say is if you have a cow, sacrifice a cow. If you have a sheep, you need to find a cow. God wants a cow. If you have a bird, find a cow. God wants a cow. If you've, it just says, if you've got a cow, sacrifice a cow. If you've got a sheep, sacrifice a sheep, etc., etc. Now, I would, I would love to be an amazing worship leader, but, sorry, and control the wind, um, like, like we had Nick this morning, um, and all the great worship leaders we have. I'll hold it. Um, and, um, you know, leading people into the presence of God, or even just at smaller gatherings, being able to bust out a guitar, sing a few tunes, like at man camp the other day, I was really jealous of Ben and Matt, just being able to sing, sing around the campfire. Um, I have a, a, a major issue preventing me from doing this. I am a terrible singer. Now, d- don't, don't get all Christian on me, but like, oh, I'm sure you're not that bad. My mum, and my wife, who are both normally very positive, encouraging women, tell me I am a terrible singer. And if your wife and your mum say you're bad at something, you're really bad at it. <laughs> what I can do is play bass. And I love playing bass, but I have to admit it's not as cool as being the singer. Um, how many of you here, unless you play bass, can name your favourite bass player? <laughs> Paul McCartney doesn't count. Um, how many of you have been at a party and heard someone say, has anyone got a bass? I'd love to hear the bass line from Wonderwall. (laughs) But churches usually need a bass player. This one, it seems to be a rare exception. What we need to ask is not, you know, what it would be really cool to do or what else is there? What would I like to be able to do? What gifts do you already have? You know, what opportunities has God already given you? Just on a practical thing with gifts, a really good way to tell if something is your gift. If you do something or say something or know something and think, oh yeah, everyone knows that. Anyone can do that. That's just common knowledge. There's a good chance that's not true and that's your gift. Um, So yeah, if, you know, as it says in Leviticus, if you have a cow, sacrifice a cow. If you have a bird, don't worry about the cows, sacrifice the bird. I can't sing, so I don't sing. Can play bass. So I play bass. So God wants us to serve him with whatever we have, whatever opportunities, whatever situation we're in. He also wants our very best. Um, The other thing that is common throughout all of the different types of offering that are to be given is that when it's talking about an animal, it says it's to be an animal without defect. Um, Or if it's talking about like flour or oil or something like that, you're to offer the finest flour, the finest oil. Um, when I finished university, I didn't really have a fixed idea of what I wanted to do. And I, start, um, I got a job working for a, an insurance software company called Actress. Um, I was working in their customer support team. And it was a good job. They were a good company to work for. But I, 
I'd never want, I'd never dreamed of being a customer support um, person for an insurance software company. I, I don't know if anyone ever has. Um, and this is kind of where I got into the more like desperate asking of God, you know, what am I supposed to be doing? There's got to be more than this. Um, and again, I thought God was being silent, but he, he wasn't really. He was, well, he wasn't at all. He was basically telling me I was, I was asking the wrong question rather than being like, oh, this can't be it, you know. Um, I'm, I'm just I'm just working a nine till five. God's answer was, don't worry about, you know, what you could be doing, what else there is, what the future holds. Just do your very best right now. Um, you know, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, worry less about whether you should be doing it or not, unless it's illegal. Um, <laughs> spend more time being as good as you possibly can be at it, you know. Um, and uh, the question here is very simple. Like, are, are we giving our best? In everything um, and um, so we've got you know God is very clear to us he wants whatever we have and he wants us to give the very best um, and this probably brings up different feelings in different people prob actually probably different feelings in in everyone um, on one hand um, you'll be feeling like yes you know I'll give my very best for God I don't have to wait for anything I've got what I need right now to be able to serve him but then on the other hand However much you love what you're doing, where you are in life, it's really hard to give our very best all the time. Um, you know, where does that motivation, where does that strength come from to keep doing that? Um, and that's where the, the, my third point comes in. This is a response, not a requirement. Um, in the verse in Romans, Paul says, in view of God's mercy, give your bodies as a living sacrifice. He doesn't say... Give your bodies as a living sacrifice, and then God may give you mercy. God's mercy comes first, then our worship follows. He also says that this is our spiritual act of worship. That's the translation in the NIV, um, which comes from a Greek word, logikos, which means rational or logical. So actually what Paul's saying is, based on what God's done, um, and actually the first sort of 11 chapters of Romans is, is a summary of the gospel, telling us exactly what God has done for us. Um, in his love therefore this is what makes sense the logical response to God's mercy is to give your body as a living sacrifice we can't do these things to earn God's love but it is the rational response to God's love we have our ultimate example of this as we always do in Jesus um, he gave what he had his life his perfect righteousness he gave it all he was tortured and he was killed. He was separated from his father. And he did it for us because he loves us. Not out of a sense of duty. Not because God the Father told him he absolutely had to. Because he loves us. Um, and what kind of under, un, was underlying all of this for me was when I was asking for a mission or a calling, that was where I was taking my significance from. My significant, or I, I wanted significance through a specific mission through God saying to me, boom, this is what you're doing for the rest of your life and it's going to make a difference. But our significance doesn't, doesn't come from that. Our significance comes from the fact that we are children of God, that he loves us. That's where our significance comes from. We are in his family. His love brings us into his family first and then we can respond to that as living sacrifices in worship to him. God may reveal more specifics to you in time, but we get to join his family and his mission today, right now. There's more than enough in the Bible for us to be getting on with.
right where we are right now. Uh, I'll just pray to finish. Lord, thank you that our significance in life does not come from knowing what we're supposed to be doing or what we're doing or how we're serving you. Our significance comes from the fact that you love us. No matter who we are and what we've done, you love us. And you gave your son to allow us to be part of your family, to show us how much you love us and to show us how significant we are to you. Thank you, Lord, that you also give us the Holy Spirit, that we can be empowered to serve you in the ways that you have called us to. Amen.